Hey, everybody. Hi, friends. Well, from Georgia, Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Dan, uh, we're going to be talking about, well, it, we're, we're going to have a conversation. Uh, we're going on a witch hunt. <laughs> we found out about this new museum of magic, fortune telling, and witchcraft over there in Scotland. Yeah. And uh, got us got us thinking. And we're gonna so, we're go, we're gonna hunt some witches. <laughs> so we, we're gonna talk about all that. Kind we're of gonna stuff. burn some sage and I don't know. Ooh, smudging, smudging, tell, smudging's yeah. huge right now, Dan. It's oh, oh my god, it is so hot right now. <laughs> you can like buy smudging kits at Target. <laughs> oh um, my god, I don't know if that's true. I just made that up. I'm but. certain it's true. <laughs> don't fact check us. Just know that we never tell a lie. So. If you hear it from us, it's true. Uh, all right. Well, Dan, we've talked about it on the show before, this uh, Swedish obsession with burning Qurans. Oh, they just do it all the time. <laughs> they didn't do it. It was a it was a, a, a an Iranian guy or, a, or Iraqi yeah, or something. Iraqi immigrant. A Christian. Oh, Iraqi. he was a Christian? Mm-hmm. Uh, immigrant oh, you have it right there to sweden and he had some bone to pick and so he burned a quran caused a big hubbub as these things do right mm. you yeah. burn a quran in sweden and a building burns down in somewhere in the middle east <laughs> it's it's um, the butterfly effect of offending <laughs> muslims anyway um well also it's not just Swedish embassies burning down, which didn't happen. It was no, they just, but it did got get invaded briefly. So that's, Um, but uh, in response to the Quran being burned this uh, last month, um, a man has filed a request that has been approved by Swedish police uh, to burn the Torah and the Bible. Outside okay. uh, the Israeli embassy in uh, Stockholm. Great. And um, is this a Muslim man? Uh, well, it's in response to it. Actually, yeah. probably because of privacy laws, they're um, they're not revealing they're not revealing names of, okay. of like who filed the the the, <laughs> the, the 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 thing. But it was it was approved on the grounds that the Swedish. Um, sort of standard for approving a protest is not what they're protesting or how they're doing it. It's um, it's based on whether they believe the the public gathering can be held without major disruptions or risk to public safety, <laughs> which 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 is arguable. Uh, well, to, I'll tell you this much: you're a lot safer burning those books than <laughs> than the Quran. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair you're enough. Gonna, this... You're going to get some eye rolls. You're going to get some harumphs. Oh, and that's no. about as far as it's going to go. No, uh, you actually have um, the Council of Swedish uh, Jewish Communities um, who had this to say Our tragic European history links the burning of Jewish books um, with pogroms, expulsions, inquisitions, and the Holocaust. Um, so they are looking at this as anti-Semitic, which of it's course obviously anti-Semitic. It um, of course it is. 
<laughs> That's not the point. The point is, are you going to attack this person? No. You're going to release a statement. You you denounced the action. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is it is wild. There is obviously going to be um, sort of... Uh, uh, the, the, these responses are not in proportion with each other. No. Um, also, like... Um, yeah, it's it's it's. I don't know that this whole like um, tit for tat or eye for an eye type response is is great, but you know if it settles the score, fine, right? Yeah. Like, like I mean, I of course the Bible and the Torah are not sacred to me, so yeah. I don't really have any you know skin in the game. Per and se, books are but, books, but yeah, They're, but it's just they it's, are not magical. You know, you're not actually, God doesn't live in them. Yeah. So you cannot, you know, you're not hurting anybody really. Yeah, but it's still the symbol of the whole thing, right? Yeah, it's you're, what it you're hurting someone's for. feelings. Feelings will be hurt. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and that's not good. It's but, not nice. I mean, the whole thing, it, it stems to this, to this, like, the whole idea of, like, how wise it is to do these kind of things. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, a government should not be getting involved in, in, in banning these sort of protests, right? No. And people around the world need to just understand that in the West, largely, this is how it's going to be and should be handled, right? It's just, yeah. sorry, like, um, we, we're we not going to take a big stand on this. Although I think Sweden did give a little bit, didn't they, in order to get Turkey to... Uh, I don't know. Let them into the. I, I didn't follow that story, but too closely. <laughs> I remember is I heard about it on NPR that Sweden is is going to be allowed into NATO thanks to something that they did. But um, but nonetheless, um, don't burn these books just because it's rude, right? But you can no, do it. But, but, don't, but you can we do also it need to protect the right. To. We also need to protect the right to do it. Yes, it's so. it's that's important that the that the right be protected. And look, if you have a Quran and you want to burn it at your house in front of all of your friends, you can do that. <laughs> just don't videotape it and put it on the internet because well, it's also that's that's just going to cause more hubbub than it needs to. It's also, mm. I mean, not for nothing, like. It could be personally dangerous. Yeah, it could to 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 do that sort of action publicly. Like, yeah. no matter how much I believe it, and obviously in the United States, like, there's no question. Just go burn a go burn a book, right? But like, <laughs> um, I wouldn't do it, right? No, because one, the point that you're making is outright offensive, right? You don't need to go that far. Right. Yeah. You know you know what button you're pushing, right? And just because you can push it doesn't mean you, that you need to. Yeah. Right? And and that should be the kind of statements that are coming out about this kind of stuff. But Yeah. It, it seems, doesn't yeah. It, 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 it I mean, the truth of the matter is that the response that, you know, these uh the the these countries and these people are having to it is disproportional. It it I mean it's it is their you know their response is a little extreme, mm -hmm. but so what? Just just don't just don't do it. Don't hurt people's feelings. There's just no good reason to hurt anybody's feelings. Anyway, all right. Uh, I'm gonna move on to 
uh, a thing. I don't know if you know this, but uh, there's a uh, a uh, sexual predator and uh, accused felon running for the United States of America. <sighs> yes. Uh, and that so that's happening. Please tell me it's the one that I'm thinking of, and there, there's not another. <laughs> In this case, I'm talking about former President uh, Donald Trump. Oh, thank God. Thank the God. Donald. Um, he, he recently addressed the Road to Majority Conference, oh, wow. uh, which, by the way, I want to point out that the underlying message of naming your right-wing conference Road to Majority is that they are in the minority. <laughs> and we should remember that because that's a happy thought. <laughs> um, however, the this minority of people uh, had this conference and uh, Donald Trump spoke at it. He, he gave a speech that was very clearly written for him by someone who understands all of the coded language. Uh, and I, okay. I'm going to... He said, and also understands like... Language that will appeal to uh, right-wing Christian nutballs. Mm. So one of his lines was, Together, we're warriors in a righteous crusade to stop the... (laughs) I'm going to... He does a a short list of the bad guys in, in the world. Oh, okay. He's he, but he leaves himself off. Correct. He is obviously the only good guy that really exists. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say that all of the other bad guys, there's only one that is just the actual group that he's, that he names. The rest of the groups are code words. Oh, okay. So, uh, but, but it, you know, it's dog whistles so that people don't catch it. Anyway, um, the one that was, I'll just read the list. Uh, Together we're warriors in the righteous crusade to stop the arsonists, the atheists, the globalists, and the Marxists. Now, uh, obviously, I'm talking about this because of the inclusion of us, the atheists, whom I bet he doesn't even know what an atheist is. I would bet money that if you had the chance to catch him off guard and you just said, hey, what's an atheist? He wouldn't know. He would just go blather on about, well, they're a bad guy and blah, blah, blah. But I'll bet he couldn't define it. Um, however, I. so obviously him calling us out as a group is playing into a very real and very scary uh, mindset that is happening in our country right now. And I frankly don't know how to push back against it. I don't know how to push back because here's the thing the the extreme right in our country mm-hmm. has decided a whole bunch of shit and won't hear anything else they hmm. won't hear that you know drag queens aren't grooming children for sex right they, they won't hear that trans people aren't grooming children for sex they won't hear that atheists aren't satanists aren't devil worshiping like people out to to hurt christians that's right. the that's all they believe we are right and i don't know how to combat that i don't know that you can take it head on with them i think yeah. the, the the point is and it's probably the case with anything you know uh political or 
um, religious or whatnot. I mean, like, like it's it's the middle that you have to go yeah. for. I mean, that's it, right? Like, well, because you're right, you're never going to convince them. All you can do is kind of convince the middle. Hopefully, that's enough that you can like right. keep these people at bay with their crazy ideas, and yeah. a gen- hopefully, a generation passes and those ideas either moderate a little bit or well, they start and it's what to see we reality, have talked about maybe it's what hopefully. we've talked about ad nauseum which yeah. is visibility is absolutely essential oh, totally yeah we need to like everyone needs to know that they know a kind atheist yeah that they know a good person who happens to be an atheist yeah. like everybody out there should know should be able to say that in their lives, oh, there's this guy I, or there's this woman, I guess they're actually pretty cool and they have told me outright to my face that they are atheist. Yeah. Um, I do, I do want to mention the, a, we, uh, yeah. the coded language for the other things because I've, uh, there's one that I've heard many times. There's a couple that I've heard many times. Globalists and Marxists. <laughs> Globalist is code for Jews. Uh-huh. In case anybody has any doubt about that, that is absolutely just anti-Semitic code for Jews. Uh, Marxist is just code for we can dismiss anything that someone on the left says about politics because they're communists. Right. Um, Arsonists is interesting. It's new. I have not heard that one, but I have an assumption of what what it's meant to be a dog whistle for, which is Black Lives Matter. Oh, because all they talked about during the Black Lives Matter protests were the riots that happened where they burned down property all all over the place, uh, which happened a tiny little bit. Uh, There was a little bit of petty property crime, Uh, but I'm guessing that the arsonists is black people. Were you were you able to like, like, look it up? And is it is it not really out there? I don't know. I did not look it up because I'm just. Yeah. Someone hmm. okay, so someone out there who knows uh knows all the dog whistles and whatever, uh set me straight if I'm wrong <laughs> about that. I mean it it totally makes sense. Like yeah. Like yeah. Because I mean that's the thing with a dog whistle, it needs to be veiled but understandable. Right? Yeah, it needs to be something where like and once you, like if you know the enough of the story, then you know yeah. what they're talking about. And that right. fits. That does fit. And it has to give plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. I'm just mad at people who burn things. <laughs> Very so, frustrated by it. There's a real problem with arson in this country right you now. You guys, somebody's setting things on fire and we don't know who it is. <laughs> anyway. Arsonists. That is a wild one. Yeah. Hmm. Arsonists, atheists, globalists, and Mar- first of all, Someone might have been fucking with him because those are hard words to say, and he is not particularly adept at saying words. The righteous crusade to stop the arsonists, the atheists, the glub. I think his tongue probably. I can't believe he made it through. I never saw a video of this, <laughs> but I can't believe that he actually said all of those things. Oh, golly. All right. Anyway. Okay, Dan. Do you know what's coming up later this year, Dan? In September? Uh, September? Your birthday. It, that's true. Um, and I feel so lucky to have been born, Dan, 
uh, in the in the beautiful month of September, which mm. is also known as American Founders and Constitution Month. <laughs> well, um, and that is for those of you who don't live in the United States, <laughs> we're very fond of our American Founders and Constitution Month. We uh, we pay <laughs> so much attention. Deal. Well, did you know that, that Constitution Day is September seventeenth? Um, did you know that, Dan? Constitution I, Day. Let me let me let me tell you something about Constitution Day. That's not a thing. <laughs> no, it is, Dan. It totally is. At least I believe it, that it is, but it's not. At least according to the Utah State Legislature. Okay, uh, fine. which is designated se- the month of September uh, each year. This is going to be a recurring thing as American Founders and Constitution Month, which is being um, sort of spearheaded by. <laughs> I can't even believe they're trying to, to claim this. A nonpartisan group um, uh-huh. called Why Love America, <laughs> um, which is, which they their stated goal is to re-energize a spirit of patriotism and recognition of God's hand in the origin and destiny of America. There it is. That we will be a nation under God, not without God. <sighs> anyway. Right. So, um, so that's happening, right? Uh, the reason I'm bringing it up is because, oh God, um, the, uh, the Mormon church is, uh, a very hierarchical organization. How dare you? (laughs) With all sorts of different committees and little groups and, um, one of one of which is the Utah area presidency. There's an area mm. president of the church, which is over. He's over like the stake presidents, right? And yeah. sort of how the whole whole thing works. And the stake presidents being sort of like bishops in Catholic Church, like they're over sort of a diocese, right? It's so funny um, how we try to explain Mormonism to our listeners. It's just like. You know what? We may, we might yeah. want to give up on that. It's well, just I mean, so yeah. So you have your ward, which is your local congregation. Then you have a stake, which is a collection of wards. And then you have an area, which is a collection of stakes. Oh. If that makes any sense to anybody. If you follow, yeah. right? Yeah. Anyway, so the Utah area presidency uh, sent out a memo to stake presidents, bishops, and branch presidents um, okay. that... Uh, that sort of explains this whole thing that it's been designated as this wonderful time to to think about the founding of the country and our wonderful constitution, our oh, yeah. our uh, perfect, the incredibly flawed but perfect document. Uh, Wait, and inspired. They said that document. No, no. Okay, dear God, that's my words. Uh, okay. But the state legislature has requested. This is from directly from the letter. Uh, The state legislature has requested that civic, fraternal, and religious organizations, quote, recognize and observe this occasion through appropriate programs, teaching, uh, meetings, services, or celebrations. In the spirit of that request, we encourage your stake to sponsor one patriotic event during the month of September that would, one, rekindle a spirit of patriotism by educating our saints on the inspired principles of the Constitution, and then it has Doctrine and Covenants, uh, versus cited uh-huh. and or to build a spirit of appreciation for our founding fathers who were raised up by the Lord 
also with the Doctrine and Covenants uh, <laughs> verses cited there. Um, and they have some ideas as to what some of these activities could be. Thank God. I was, I was really, <laughs> I was searching. I couldn't figure out what I would have done. Uh, these are events that might be sponsored by stakes. Um, a patriotic concert. Oh! A patriotic art display. Uh, a special patriotic devotional. Uh-huh. Um, a patriotic parade. I want to see that one. <laughs> a neighborhood parade! A neighborhood parade. Oh my god, that's, that's so sad! That's patriotic that's not <laughs> in the month of July. Like, okay. Okay. That is amazing. Um, this is my favorite. This sounds so fun, Dan. Um, a Constitution read-along. Oh. So you, you get together and you read the Constitution, Dan. Everybody loves that. Bring the kids. They'll have a great time. <laughs> um, and then uh, some ideas for families. Um, I'll skip most of them. Um, one of them, though, is to fly the American flag for the month of September. Um, okay. which I, the, the flag is flown so much yeah. that I don't even know what it could like, what it could possibly be, f be being flown for right at yeah. any given time, because you don't know if it was, um, you know, I mean, it's like, it's always at half mast <laughs> as well. Right. Although I think we've yeah, given because... up on that. Like, unless it was like a shooting that was local, like yeah, we, the flags would just constantly be at half mast, but whatever. Um, so, um, this is all. It's fine one of the good. things that Americans are most proud of, and foreigners are most like confused and like <laughs> upset by, is how how much our flag yeah. is flown here. Um, a lot of this does not really need to be pointed out, but uh, Peggy Fletcher Stack over at the Salt Lake Tribune uh, took it upon herself to sort of look into who this group is. Um, and she points out that, um, that this, that this letter going out from the area presidency is, is coming out within a month of the, 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 the top brass at the church, the first presidency warning, um, the general Mormon population against straight party voting. Mm. Right. And, um, which everybody saw is like, wow, that's actually really good. That no, they're trying to point out that Democrats can be welcome in the church too, right? <laughs> um, yeah, right? But now you have the Utah area presidency almost seemingly going rogue, right? Yeah. Um, because this this organization, Why Love America, um, is um, at least one of the 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 the, the top utah leaders of the group um includes oh i'm sorry this is just the group itself um includes at least one 2020 election denier uh, uh -huh. no known democrats right um and um let's see what was the other thing there was some other sort of questionable figure involved in, in like the top of this organization the hell and you say. i know crazy right and yet they have the gall to call themselves um a nonpartisan group uh yeah. their quote to that effect is well this is actually coming from the church because like she reached out to the church to say hey like 
what's going on here? And one of their, t their spokespersons said, the church has always held the constitution as important in the founding of this nation and encourage our members to study its origin and understand its principles. We do not believe that doing so is a partisan issue, except for the whole fact we were just talking about like dog whistles, right? Uh -huh. And the fact that like this kind of patriotism only appeals to conservative types, right? Like the kind yeah, of jingoistic, yeah. like, like the kind like, of patriotism that I feel, which is not this, right? Because I've had to kind of identify, like, and and because because they sort of own this concept, right, on the right, yeah. And I've had to kind of like consider, like, well, is there is that all that patriotism is? Right. Yeah. Like I don't really self apply the word patriotic to myself. No. But I think that I have like a healthy um level of of um you know, I like where I live, right? Yeah. I like this country. It's my home, right? Um and I shouldn't be made to feel lesser of a citizen right like i'm right. i'm a participant i vote yeah i care about the direction of the country well right? and I, citizenship is important to you and it is yeah and it's like and yet their ownership of of, of this word and and through this kind of activity um is really off-putting to me yeah right and to so many other americans who probably feel like i do right of like I'm concerned about our direction. This is my only home. I'm not going to move some, some other country. Right. Right. Um, and, well, and the other thing is that like for people like us, mm -hmm. patriotism involves wanting to improve your country where you Correct. see it has faults. Correct. Yeah. And for them, it's unpatriotic to even, uh, to even uh, like say that your country has faults. Well, the faults are the other people in the country and they must be excised. <laughs> right, right. Right. Like, yeah. Like, they're like, that's, that's, Our country how, they, is that's perfect. how they see the faults. Yeah. And we need to get rid of all them other people that don't think so. Or it would be, would be perfect if right. not for the fucking Democrats. Right. Yep. And liberals and, you know, Drag and whoever whoever our, <laughs> our leaders say we have to hate next. Right. Yeah. Arsonists. It's yeah. the it's, it's the, the damned arsonists that are really ruining the country. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, I'm gonna take us to Traverse City, Michigan. Oh. Uh which is I which I know nothing about, uh, other than it's in Michigan. Anyway, uh a a salon owner has has taken a stand. Now this falls hard on the uh, the the decision by uh, the Supreme Court in the 303 Creative case that allowed a web designer to not, or sorry, a potential web designer who has not, who had never made a business of web designing, mm. to not have to make a fake, a potential web design. For people that never asked her to, um, <laughs> who might happen to be gay and want to get married. Uh, anyway, this has emboldened uh, good Christians across the country mm. uh, who may not quite have seen coming what 
actually happens when you fuck around and find out too much. Uh, this is Studio 8 Hair Lab. Uh, oh. They're in Traverse City, Michigan. Okay. Uh, 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 the, the owner of it, Christine Geiger, uh, posted a thing on their, uh, on their uh, business Facebook that uh, that got a little brought a little heat down. Oh no! Which was uh, it, it said, <laughs> "This is the post." Um, if he and there's there's trans bullshit in this, so oh, that's a, that's your trigger warning. Okay. Sorry, I, I I feel terrible right now because so many of our stories are about the hatred of the trans community, yeah. and I don't I don't need our trans listeners feeling any worse than they already do right but uh this is where our country's at so i'm gonna say it um this is oh, okay here's what she wrote if a human identifies as anything other than a man slash woman please seek services at a local pet groomer you are not welcome in this salon oh my God. period uh i think she thought that was pretty clever uh pretty funny there was more to it, you know. It goes on to say, should you request to have a particular pronoun used, please note we may simply refer to you as hey you, regardless of Michigan House Bill 4744, kiss my ass, Governor Witchmere. Uh, <laughs> this person I'm not even going to go into is that. Is witty. Yeah, anyway, you <laughs> good with everyone words gets the, too. The point. Uh, and then uh, she justifies all of this by saying, this is America, semicolon, free speech. Oh, God. This small business has the right to refuse services. We are not bound to any oaths as realtors are regarding discrimination. I don't know why she called out realtors. <laughs> uh, my recent airport experience validates this. I didn't even look into what the airport experience is. Couldn't because that account is now shut down. No. Or, or at least made private or whatever. Uh, and it is not, I don't know if you know this, it is not great for your business when your business's account has to go private. <laughs> that is, that's not generally considered ideal for your business account. Right, right, right. Uh, this per she did hashtags, take a stand, and Garrett Soldano, I had to look up who Garrett Soldano was, who apparently is a chiropractor who ran for governor oh, okay. and lost... Uh, and, but I'm, I take it, I tried to look up like what his stances were on things, but it just seemed like sort of your, your standard right wing hatred. <laughs> uh, he was very upset about mask mandates and, and lockdowns and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I would assume that, uh, trans folk out there probably are careful about the kinds of the salons that they go to. Yeah. Because I mean, because yeah. there, there's there's a a salon right down the street from me that is, um, and they do sort of um, uh, trans and queer haircuts, mm. and that's 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 what they're known for. That's what they do. A lot of blue and pink dye in that one. Maybe so. I don't know. Purple. But, but that's what they do, and um, and I see on Reddit a lot. Like this question will come up: Where can I go? to get a haircut right does anybody safe. know where you know and i'll yeah. and and feel safe yeah exactly um so and somebody who will be sensitive and who will listen to my request 
for how I want my hair. Because a lot of people, yeah. a lot of times, the, 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 what's the the word? Stylist, stylist. beautician kept coming to mind, and I'm like, that feels a little dated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, June Cleaver. Thanks. Sometimes, you know, the beautician will just take it upon um, <laughs> herself to just do whatever, yeah, whatever she wants instead of listening to the client. Anyway, right. at, at least this is what I'm sort of gathering from stuff I've read, and and so like I think people are already being careful about what they where they go. This bigot doesn't need to put up a sign or be so public about this. Yeah, so. the, this particular bigot also uh, then posted, then sort of doubled down. I think she thought she was fixing it a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, she she wrote uh, in another post, I have no issues with, with LGB. It's the <laughs> TQ plus that I'm not going to support. Draw the line. And the, she goes on to say, and this it's kind of important that people understand that this 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 idea is out there, so we should all be combating this idea. Mm. For, she wrote, for those that don't know what the plus is for, it's for MAP, minor attracted person, oh, a.k.a. pedophile. Wow. This stance was taken to ensure that clients have the best experience, blah, 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 blah. No, it isn't. No, it absolutely isn't. That's not what the plus Jesus is for. But Christ. But you should understand that, like, Probably Breitbart and Newsmax have had guests on saying that that's what it is. They've been really working this the uh, the angle that you know that the the queer community is embracing pedophilia, <sighs> and that's what that's what drag queen story hour is about, and that's what trans people are doing. They're they're grooming the children. Jesus Christ. So yeah, I mean. That is, yeah, do do what you can to to stamp to stamp that out quickly. But yes, as of right now, all of their social media is uh, shut down, and I think uh, I think every thinking, feeling human in Traverse City is like, well, maybe we're not going to get our hair cut with that lady. Good. I mean, on principle, people should. I don't. Yeah. You know, she might be amazing. She might. She might be the best stylist in town. Yeah. I doubt it. But, um, I, yeah. But, but yeah. <laughs> could be. You, it's okay to not get your hair done by the best stylist yeah. in town if they're awful. Yeah. If they're a bigot. Yep. Hmm. Well, that's, that's good, Dan. I'm fine with bigots losing business. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, in a way, this whole, like, like, you know the cake thing and the website thing like it is at the yeah. end of the day it's like all right thanks for letting me know not right that you don't want my money yeah we wouldn't we wouldn't have wanted to go to you anyway yeah. now we know but you're not but no. also you're not allowed to not serve people you shouldn't be you are now not allowed or well, allowed and, and people like people, are reaching a little too like the the, the a lot of the the understanding of, of this it's any place that's like like a restaurant does not have the right to to, yeah. to say no or and they're gonna start to or they they they're probably gonna test it right yep um, it's gonna start, but it's that gonna is happen. not what that decision was about right um, well 
I mean, so. it may have been what that decision was about to this court because this court's crazy. Well, yeah, but this, the 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 way that it's being understood is that it's yeah. it does not extend to restaurants and 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 right. and places that are not sort of doing customized like quote unquote artistic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. All righty, Dan. Well, continuing on with the whole Quran thing. Um, it's got the attention of the UN, that's the United Nations, um, Rights Council. Um, mm. And they, <laughs> uh, which has approved a controversial rev- uh, resolution um, that urges countries to, quote, address, prevent, and prosecute acts and advocacy of religious hatred. Um, this, uh, was strongly opposed by the U S the EU, uh, and other Western countries, um, which in the process, when, when this was being proposed, um, you know, they argue, they were arguing, um, that it, that such a stance would conflict with, uh, laws on free speech. And, um, but the, the resolution passed last Wednesday, uh, with 28 countries voting in favor, 12 voting against, and seven abstaining, um, and this is in response to this um, Iraqi-born protester up in uh, um, Sweden, right? That uh, and this has some details I hadn't really heard. I don't think we talked about. Uh, he tore pages from the Quran, wiping his shoes with some of them and burning other pages of the, of the Quran outside of a mosque, which we, yeah. we knew about that part. Um, disrespecting a book. Disrespecting a book in a very disrespectful way. Yeah. Um, and in a way that he knew would be particularly um, irksome, right, to, yes. to Muslims out in the world. Yeah. Very much designed to be hurtful and offensive. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Pakistan's foreign minister said that such acts were, quote, an incitement to religious hatred, discrimination, violence, um, and occurred under uh, government sanction and with a sense of impunity. Um, And let's see. There you go. Uh, Some commentators in Sweden uh, have argued that the protest um, should be regarded as hate speech, um, Mm. which is outlawed. Right. And that's okay. actually where I wanted to pick this up, um, because we, yeah. we've said that we believe strongly in sort of, you know, the free speech part of it. But is this hate speech, Dan? Yeah. Uh, not. No. My yeah. answer to that is not. No. Yeah, I know. Right. Like it really that point in particular. Like I a lot of a lot of the. I think the Americans and Europeans, one of the German envoy, maybe somebody was like, we just wish we had more time. They, they, the, the conservatives on this council pushed this through, right. From Mm. these different, the conservatives from these very religious countries pushed this through. And we were begging them to, for us to continue the conversation. Right. And to come up with a statement that we could pass unanimously, right? That denounces the actions, right? Acknowledges that that these are highly offensive actions, but that can still 
somehow embrace, you know, a more open, you know, society's outlook on this, right? And yeah. but but this point, and I and it's really one I would I actually would love to hear from listeners on, is this hate speech, right? Is it and and because I I know where I fall on hate speech, like it should Which be is what? it should I think it should be illegal, but the but okay. but there there are it, it, the the problem with it is where to draw the line, where yeah. where is the line that separates free speech from hate speech and uh and i know that i know that you know legal minds have like figured this kind of stuff out and defined it especially for different you know societies but it this is this was an act that was designed to specifically provoke a community yeah I think that's fair. And I, and I'm not sure that that's where the line should be because you should be able to like say things that are controversial. Right. Yeah. Um, but the act of burning a sacred book, is it, is it demonstrating hatred toward that, com that, that community in a way that should be against the law? See, I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not taking a stand here, so don't miss. I don't know me. that I am I, taking a stand. I don't know that uh, hate speech, if it doesn't have, if it's not inciting people to violence specifically or or to uh, to some sort of dangerous action. Yeah. I don't know that I think it should be illegal. I don't know on that. But point. didn't uh, this this did incite people to violence? This directly yeah, but can it be incited linked. the wrong people. I'm saying if it incites people to violence against your targeted group, mm. meaning I'm saying like like you know if my hate speech against Christians or whatever blah 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 that's interesting uh, incites in in you know incites people to violence against the group that I'm targeting. Sure. Okay. Then I'm then 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 we're in some different territory. But if it is just Offend, Someone offending the other side, declaring that they hate somebody. I don't approve of that hatred, but hmm. uh, I'm I'm uh, uh, that's tricky. I know it's tricky. I, I don't know where I fall, but it it was the thing that got me to kind of question my certainty. Sure, that this should just be a free speech issue. Well, I th I think we will have people write into us about it. I'm I am i am going to I'm going to close us out with a, another bit of speech uh, that unfortunately had a really negative effect. Mm. Um, in the opposite way that it should have, this this speech should have been great. And I'm using speech in the loose uh, legalistic sense of the word. Uh, there is apparently in a uh, a rural michigan school a health clinic that is sort of located within the school it services the the children of the school and is frequently the best way for these kids to have access to health care uh and it is uh it's run by an outside group but it is associated with the school hmm. uh and it you know it was just it's just there to sort of service the children of the community I think that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. 
it's a little weird, but it's but you know I don't know the needs of rural people, and you know I, I assume that they do need clinical care, and so having a clinic there is great. Uh, and they decided to put up, you know, they're on camp, they're on the school grounds. They decided to do a mural that they hired a, a middle schooler to to paint for them. That is all about how everybody is welcome there. And uh, they want people to stay healthy. It says the words stay healthy right on the mural. The mural includes little cartoon critters and a heart with a Band-Aid on it. Aww. And, uh, and you know, a little doggy with a sort of nurse hat and a little bunny sort of nurse hat thing. It's cute. There's a nurse bear. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then kids, you know, because that's what you do mm. on such a mural. Yeah. Um, however, uh, you may not have caught it if you looked at it briefly, um, but it's Satanist. Is it? There are, yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh uh, no. It is, it is. It it is the worst thing that you can possibly imagine. <laughs> um, because sure brace yourself. Oh no. Uh, everyone who's afraid of Satan. There is a kid in rainbow tights and another kid in a shirt that has light blue and light pink on it such that it becomes the trans flag. Oh, no. Oh. How awful, Dan. Oh, oh, it is. Tell me something is, horrible happened to this clinic so I can feel uh, feel better. The, the, the clinic's gone. Oh, shit, really? They're closing the clinic. Over the mural? Even, they didn't take down... Well, okay. Listen. They didn't say it was about the mural. What? They just... The mural happened. People literally freaked out and used words like satanic <laughs> and mental illness oh and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, without explaining anything about why or, you know, putting any... Giving any kind of uh, explanation... Uh, they closed down the clinic. Oh my God! How the school board voted, what? and out it goes. They didn't have any public discussion about it. Oh God! They just held a vote, and out it went. And uh, I'm, I, I'm appalled. This is this is literally, <laughs> this is this is community members yeah. denying their children yeah. health care. Yeah. Because they were worried about, there's also a, uh, what is that hand symbol called? The the Hamsa hand, which is the oh. hand. It's kind of got an eyeball in the in the palm of it, and it's got two thumbs basically on either side. Oh. Uh, anyway, it sort of wards off the evil eye in some oh. in some cultures or whatever. Sure. It's 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 a good luck charm, but you know it, it's a magic amulet from the middle east or whatever i don't know i'm sure someone objected to that That was there too but yeah good Just off in lord corner. this child yeah whoever whoever this is this demonic child oh it's so it's so sad the, we've lost the, the children frank oh. <laughs> they believe in they they think gay people are okay they got good luck charms they're Oh. They're into anime. Why are they into anime? What's happening? <laughs> Satan, anyway. Dan. Satan. Oh, Satan is uh, Satan's bad on the left, and so kids don't get health care. 
Good Lord. All right. So uh, that's a fun place to end our news. There, don't worry. There's more segments coming up. But if you would like to write in to, to us about that or any of our news topics, just write to podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. We'd love to hear your voice. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. There's more show coming up. Well, Frank, uh, since, since we've already been big bummers this whole already for the for the How show, we you? might as well continue <laughs> the trend. Um, you know, we've talked a little bit about all the groups that get hated in this country right now, and uh, we talked about the globalists. Uh, unless you think I was exaggerating when I mentioned that people are, you know, anti-Semitic here in these United States when they say words like that. Here's somebody who doesn't feel the need to code his language. Hmm. This is a preacher named Tanner Furrer, who uh, who uh, is very, very concerned about politics in the United States uh, and decided to do... The, what we're going to get is not the full list, but apparently took six minutes to list, uh, to, to read off a list of people. Oh. Uh, oh. And... and We'll 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 hear a few. Okay, times. all right. I just got a list of the current administration. By Joe uh, Joe Biden's at, uh, administration is filled with Jews in very high positions of power. They have huge influences over policies that are being made. And you say you wonder why our our nation is getting further away from uh, Christian values and and really policies are starting to attack Christian values. Well, it's because there's a lot of Jews in positions of power. Ron Klein, he's the chief of staff, but he resigned this year, but he was replaced by, guess it, what, you know, a, another Jew, Jeffrey Zeitz. You have David Cohen, CIA deputy director, basically the second in command of the CIA. Avril Haines, director of national intelligence. I mean, you notice kind of a theme here. You have the director of national intelligence, the CIA deputy director. You have... Uh, the National Security Advisor for Cybersecurity, like the Secretary of Homeland Security, like all of these uh, uh, agencies that deal with in international affairs, the security of our nation, they're all run by Jews. You have the Special Envoy to Monitor and Combat Anti-Semitism. You have the Commissioner of the United States Commission on International Religious Freedom. So a Jew is running this... Uh, uh, organization that's supposed to promote religious freedom throughout the world. And it's a Jew. Give me a break. So, I mean, that's a long list of Jews in the current administration. And that's just now. Give me a break, Frank. (laughs) (laughs) You should have a Christian in there protecting freedom of religion. Right. Uh, a hundred percent yes if you think if you're asked tanner fur <laughs> well yeah because again protecting freedom of religion means protecting christianity yeah right exclusively and so if you if you have a jew protecting freedom of religion well they're only going to be protecting jews i mean that's how they see it's, it right yeah like, and yeah. it's because they because that's all that they would that's do. all they would do exactly yeah yep I think that the other thing is that you know he started off at early on in that clip he started talking about how 
The reason that we're falling away from Christian values is all the Jews. I, 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 I'm certain that this man couldn't name a value that Christians hold mm. that is like 90% of your book is like everyone who wrote the Bible was Jewish. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> Those are Jewish values. Right. Oh, right. Uh, very, I, this kind of thinking or rather uh, lack of thinking where it's just like start with a hatred and then uh, sort of move from there. <laughs> It's very frustrating to me. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we had some beautiful people write into us and call into us. Uh, so let's get right to that. I'll start us off with uh, with our friend Stu, who says, "Dear Frank and Dan, you know, Frank, you will recall that we asked sort of, we we talked about um, people's experience with the first time their family saw them." doing whatever the thing is that they that that family does not do right. you know drinking or whatever oh, right yeah and Stu says uh, i was raised in a reform aka liberal jewish home my father was religious but my my mother was i think a closeted atheist hmm. to their dismay i married a christian mm -hmm. so right off the bat i did something against the rules of my family when i married someone who was not jewish mm. Over the years, we celebrated Christmas with my wife's family and Hanukkah with my family. I don't know if my parents knew we had a Christmas tree in the house. I su suspect they did not. But over the first couple of decades of my marriage, they were never at my house during the Christmas season, so they never saw it. Hmm. We lived 200 miles apart. Mm -hmm. uh, Stu throws in the note that many American Reformed Jews have Christmas trees since it's uh, considered a secular holiday. <laughs> uh, but as a child growing up, he did not. Uh, a year after my father died, my mother came to visit. Our Christmas tree was up as it had been every Christmas since we got married. She tried not to show it, but my mother was surprised to see the tree in our living room. Soon it, soon it became clear that she was very upset by it. Oh. She blamed it on the, quote, leftover grief for my father, which was surely uh, at least partly true, but she did not comment on how seeing the Christmas tree, or but she did comment on how seeing the Christmas tree threw her for a loop. Fortunately, we were able to talk it through and come to, to an understanding. Until her death, she never visited again during Christmas season. In true American fashion, we simply agreed to pretend that the problem didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, huh? That's a that's very interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we all. We all had our cultural things, even though his mother was not religious. Yeah, uh, that's interesting, isn't it? It's a cultural thing. Right. So there you go. Um, we had a voicemail, did we not? We, uh, we do indeed, yeah. Um, this is from a listener with kind of a question slash idea about a Drag Queen Story Hour. Ooh. Do you mean Satan pedophile hour? <laughs> yeah. Let's let's have a listen. Okay. Uh, hey, Frank and Dan. This is Richard. I uh, love your podcast. I just had an idea about all the um, drama that's going on with drag queen story hours. What if um, someone did a drag drag queen story hour where a woman would dress up like a drag queen? But then I'm just wondering if that would, like, confuse conservatives to the point where they wouldn't know what to make of it um just just an idea 
Uh, let me know what you think. Thanks. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's amazing. I've never thought of this, and I think it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> women dressed as women, uh-huh. as drag, like in over-the-top makeup and over-the-top yeah. hair and a big dress and everything. Doing, yeah, it's drag. I love drag, it. Drag, drag. I don't know if you you caught yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just drag. It's just yeah. Uh. And you call. You know what you do. You you continue to call it drag story hour or drag queen story yeah. hour and it's but it's all oh my god pack heat if you do this like get <laughs> make sure that you are protected make you know have a whole bunch of very big guys with you yeah because i'd be worried but that would be brilliant if if literally you don't know if you're going to get a like a literally a gay man in drag or just a woman who's dressed up crazy yeah i love it's it so funny like i we we should very, start a confuse very, very the right yeah. campaign no, totally that's because they're because none of their arguments are based on anything in reality right. they're very easy to confuse <laughs> we can just confuse the shit out of them and then they won't know what they're doing yeah. they won't know what's happening yeah, that's it. really funny uh, Larry wrote into us, hey guys, you were talking about the nuns on a show from the 4th of July. So here I am after being brutally abused with the whole pandemic by the folks uh, that call themselves brothers slash sisters in Christ. I don't relate to being a nun. I found a friend, or, or sorry, I found a thread on Reddit and the term is exploding. We are done. Mm-hmm. Uh, which leads me to the question for you two to answer. How do you guide someone who was majorly religious four years ago, someone who was leading worship every Sunday, volunteering every week, and is now over that part of life? I have friends, a great medical career, the trust and confidence of coworkers, family, uh, family except those still in the Baptist slash Trump cult, and I'm doing very well. I'm at rest and peace, but still feel like I'm missing something or not doing something. Hmm. There's a hint of guilt there that I need to that I need to do something. Hmm. Hmm. That's an interesting question. I mean, yeah, we don't think about the fact that when you leave religion, you leave also like a culture. You mm-hmm. leave a, a a set of rituals and a set of yeah. uh, uh, practices, right? Well, there are those groups, you know, like, um, what, what, what's the one called? Like Sunday, Sunday assembly, Sun, Sunday. Yeah. That one, something like that. Um, and yeah, there's a cup, there's a few groups that have meetings every Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so that just, just that, that are fascinating. You know, they often bring in speakers that are, uh, you know, scientists or yeah. interesting people. Yeah. And so that's a cool way to go. So there's um, again, but but it has that sense of community and regu- like you're going and attending something. Now, for me, I don't want something in on that Sunday morning slot time slot. Yeah, that's for brunch. Yeah, that's what are you brunch talking about? or laying in bed or just whatever. Just drinking right. cup after cup after cup of coffee and getting totally buzzed right like whatever it is that has filled that that time slot for me i don't want something there but i think a lot of people do right they miss that 
Um, and there are things that can can fit in. You know what else could work? I think Volunteering. Just fun. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, absolutely. There are some wonderful secular groups out there that that are doing really good work. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a if you've got a medical career, I'm sure that there are ways that you could volunteer that the rest of us can't. That's totally true. Yeah, that could be really cool. Yeah. But also, just if that doesn't appeal to you, you know, if you don't want to, you know, do your work after you do your work, uh, yeah, you can. There's lots of opportunity to go and volunteer for non-religious organizations. Mm-hmm. Please don't volunteer for religious yeah. organizations. There's plenty of secular yeah. organizations to volunteer for. Or go do go um, get on the board of something, right? Go some good yeah. community organization that. I mean, and you'll find community yeah. there, and you'll you know, and you'll also be doing good in the world uh these are all very good impulses mm-hmm. to have yeah. uh but just note that like it they yeah they don't own that right the uh the religious do not own that and uh and we shouldn't cede it to them right there's still ways to find community and purpose and community yeah. involvement and all of that so yeah all right and jim has written written in now frank two of my stories today took place in Michigan. Uh-oh. Uh, but not my favorite part of Michigan. Not my favorite uh, Michigan Michigander uh, city to say. And Jim has written in to correct our pronunciation of a certain town oh, no. in Michigan. Really? Um, which I pronounce and probably will continue to pronounce Ham Tramp. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's Ham Tramp. Which is spelled H-A-M-T-R-A-M-C-K. <laughs> I know how to read English, Jim. Hamtramck. <laughs> but, uh, but Jim has written in to say, in case you need to cover events there again, the city of Hamtramck <laughs> is pronounced as if there is a vowel in the last syllable, as in Hamtramck, oh. uh, with emphasis on the middle syllable. Okay. Uh, the city is an enclave surrounded by Detroit and is used and used to be a major, uh, the major Polish neighborhood. Mm. In recent years, it has become more diverse, including a growing Muslim population. <laughs> there in Hamtramck. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> uh, that is useful information. Um, that we will never pay attention to. It's way too much fun to say Hamtramck. Yeah. What, why are you trying to correct it? I say go to the place and correct it with them. Yeah. So it's ham. They're saying it wrong. Hamtramck? Is that what he, yeah. s- he said it is? Mm-hmm. Hamtramck. I don't see Which, I don't see it. I don't no. see it. It's clearly Hamtramck. If you want me to pronounce as if there is a vowel there, <laughs> chuck in a vowel, you guys. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you for that, Jim. We have some folks to thank. Uh, I'm going to start us off with uh, with Bruce. Mm. Thank you, Bruce. Bruce is now a deacon in our magical pretend priesthood. Mm-hmm. So go go out and cast some spells or whatever you want to do with that. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Bruce. And we have Heather, who's a new priest. Ooh. So thank you, Heather. You get to... Heather, you got even more magic powers like, that don't exist. Yeah. So that's amazing. Go out. Yeah, you can you go and like waggle your fingers at someone on the street and <laughs> and uh, convince them that you're doing something to uh, them. And uh, if you'd like to join these kind folk, you can do so. Go to our website, thankgodimatheist.com and uh, click on the support tab. And there's some options. 
we have Patreon and PayPal options available. So we should we should start a level of priesthood called Hamtram. <laughs> you can be a if you give us a lot of money, you can be a Hamtram. Uh, All right. And as always, Dan, we have our top donor to thank, our Lord and Savior, Devas. More show coming up. Well, Frank, Dan, I was uh, I-, I was perusing the internet and found an article about uh, this. You know, we teased it at the beginning. This new a uh, little uh, museum. You and I, uh, when we were talking about this earlier, expressed our love for uh, for small little private museums. Oh, they're the they, best. They are both the worst and the best things yeah, out there. Yeah, they just they go rogue in wonderful yeah. ways. Yeah. And it's usually just a piles of, you know, um, of stuff from an, like a bad antique store, right? Yeah, like, it's somebody's niche interest <laughs> that they had so much crap that somebody was like, just open a museum already. Yeah. Uh, so that's great. Uh, this one is in uh, old Old Town Edinburgh. Mm. Um, in in apparently in a uh, 17th century stone building, which wow. sounds great. Wow. Um, it is the Museum of Magic, Fortune Telling, and Witchcraft. And, yeah. Uh, okay. And, you know, one of the focuses is legitimate. And mm. that is the focus... The, uh, apparently, Scotland was particularly shitty about quote-unquote riches, witches, mm. uh, in their history. Yeah, okay. Uh, so it wasn't just the Massachusetts Bay Colony that went nuts. <laughs> No. And, you know, they, all the, the sort of European countries... Mm got in on the act at some point probably hmm. but you know they passed Scotland passed a law in 1563 which was the witchcraft act uh and it was a law until the 1730s uh which grant which allowed people to like torture and punish and persecute people anyone who was like a witch and you know you go ahead and figure out who's the witch and who isn't Hmm. there are a lot there have been many uh sort of proposed ways of telling who's a witch none of them made any sense none of them were any smarter than weigh her against a duck (laughs) Uh, apparently under this act Nearly uh, in a population of a million, about a million people in Scotland, nearly four thousand people were accused, and twenty five hundred people were executed for witchcraft, which was five times the European average at the time. So wow. Scots got into it, and wow. in no small part due to the fact that King James himself who is King James the sixth, I think of Scotland and King James the first of England later was obsessed with witches. That's confusing. Yeah. Honestly, get your act together. If you're going to, if you're going to do monarchy, don't confuse us. (laughs) At least don't confuse us. Um, King James was, was obsessed with witches wrote, published a book himself called demonology. Mm. Um, that was self published. (laughs) And that says a lot right there. It's, it's available only on Amazon and uh yeah. 
I think I think when you're the king, you get to self-publish uh, <laughs> whatever you kind want, of what, uh, whatever you want to. <laughs> uh, but yes, this became a. Th th this is why Shakespeare actually wrote Macbeth because it was like a he was trying to get in good with the new king. Mm. After, you know, he was already, he was in good with Elizabeth, but then she kicked it, and suddenly he had to mm. ingratiate himself. So mm. he wrote a play about bad witches because mm. uh, he knew he had a guy that loved. A good witch hunt. <laughs> That's amazing. It's it's just, you know, here's the thing. Right now we have a former president who was a criminal and claims that anytime anyone says he was a criminal and or tries to prosecute him for being a criminal, uh, he yells witch hunt all the time. If you're over on Truth Social, which don't be, but, you know, you'll see the phrase witch hunt a lot. But it's it's useful to remember that there you there used to be real witch hunts that ended yeah. in like innocent people dying. Yeah. Or not innocent people, you know, I I mean innocent of witchcraft because there ain't such a thing. At least not the magical kind. Right. But yeah, I mean the this is this is a an, an interesting thing. So, you know, it's just one of the it, it's so funny because obviously one because one of the things about this uh, museum that we're talking about is that they're kind of they're all witchy people. It was yeah. founded by people who are into witchy by, culture by witches for witches, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I really enjoyed getting onto their website, <laughs> and I clicked on the tab that says "Meet Our Tarot Readers." And I'm Ooh. not. I'm not going to make fun of people's names, but um, they've got some fun, inventive, witchy, witchy sounding names. They've given themselves names. Yeah, I have no problem except for with Tracy yourself. Jenkins. She did. Oh, Tracy! <laughs> I like Tracy Jenkins. In amongst Lark and well, Meadow and uh, and Tom. Yeah, <laughs> I guess there's Tom too. Okay. Oh, but anyway, yeah. But yeah, so it's by witches for witches, and uh, so I mean, don't go to this museum expecting, you know, like a balanced approach <laughs> to the topic. Viewpoint. Yeah, I mean, you know, they are bound to agree. You know, I agree with them that witch hunting and uh, also the killing of people perceived to be witches is bad. Um, yeah. Uh, so I think we can find that common ground. Mm -hmm. But uh, in terms of like, ooh, look at this amulet or these, this cool bottle that was used for herbs or whatever. It's like, okay. <laughs> I Oh, great, I guess. There's a lot of things like, you know, Blair Witch stick figures on the wall and, mm. you know. You, <laughs> our, one of our favorites is, is an image of a, a mannequin holding a crow <laughs> or a lady with a bird. Yeah. I don't know. It's I I I do admit to finding it all so very stupid. I don't like magical thinking just at all. Any kind of magical thinking, whether it's, you know, astrology or ley lines or mm. witchy, you know, you the smudging thing first of all burning sage smells awful it just smells terrible <laughs> but it wards off evil spirits dan 
they don't like it either. Yeah, it wards off my spirit, and I frankly don't like to be warded off. I was there for a reason. Why are you warding me off? Maybe I'm a bad spirit. I think some people like the smell. Oh, I know they do. Yeah. Plenty of people like it. Plenty of people don't. Yeah. So, you know. I don't find it that offensive. I The <laughs> the act itself offends me, but um, <laughs> the smell doesn't. Oh, man. You know, I, I think a lot of people that do things like tarot and, and smudging and whatever have a, a quasi-figurative sense of it. Which is to say, you know, it, they don't think that it's really magic. They think that it's 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 a it is a a metaphor. Mm. I am I am doing this thing. I, I'm smudging to sort of clear my own air, to clear my head. It is a ritualistic way for me to say I am now uh, carving out this time and this space hmm. for. You know, with purpose for a specific idea, for you know, I'm for meditation or for, for thought. Mm -hmm. I have no problem with that, but it's when you start to want to believe the thing. You know, you used to do tarot readings. I thought you were. It, I thought you it went was through funny. a phase. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Yeah, and I mean, I never took it seriously. If that's no. what you're saying. But. No, what I'm saying is like that that's the correct sort of approach. Is like <laughs> this is fun, this is playful, this is maybe interesting. I, mean, I think I knew officially what like two or three of the cards actually meant. Like, <laughs> the rest of it was just making it up. Yeah. Right. Which oh. nobody else does. Nobody else is just <laughs> making it up. Oh, well, but it's good if you know the story about like a certain card because it's Ooh, like because people are always like cups is really isn't there like the end of the world some the, some sort of apocalyptic right. right one and it's like oh and people are always like oh that's so bad. and you're like no no it's not bad it's just about change it's and about change, change. Is good it's right? always just about change right oh no you got death oh that's just about change don't worry right yeah exactly yeah I, yeah i i think i think that there's a space there's there's a place for practices as long as you don't go believing that there's anything magical or mystical happening there's just there's plenty of space for like that to be psychologically useful mm -hmm. look at a bunch of interesting pictures and you know let it tell you what it's telling you about your own psyche you know what i mean yeah, it's, don't think it's that a, anything magical is happening. Right, it's a mirror. Yeah, in and in, in, in an S in in or probably less of a mirror as a what are what are the the, the ink blot? Yeah, you know? or a little Rorschach test. Yeah, sort exactly. Of thing. Right, like you're gonna see what you want to see, and that's right. interesting. Or right. it might, or you're gonna like see what, something that what you do, don't want to see. Right, and why don't you want to see it? Yeah, exactly. And let that, you know, let it be sort of a signpost for for you and where you are. And, you know, ask yourself some questions in the process. All of these things, you know, astrology is the same way. If, you're, if your horoscope really speaks to you today, then you just had something really speak to you today. Yeah. Does it mean that the alignment of planets has predicted something about your personal life? Yeah, but well, like... You can uh, connect to, you know, Garfield or 
and right. Andy Cap. If we're just talking about stuff that's in the newspaper, <laughs> I, I now or, want or the bridge move, someone... the bridge move for the day. Yeah, I want some. Now I want someone to make it their sort of spiritual practice to read the funny paper and. Uh, <laughs> what is Blondie telling me today? Get 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 some really you know Beetle Bailey really has something to say about my life today. Oh Dagwood. <laughs> Making that's, your hoagies. That sandwich looks delicious. <laughs> what is that saying about my life? All right. Well, uh, if you would like to sternly chastise us for uh, putting down something that's very meaningful in your life, you are welcome to do so. Write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear your voice. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. Click the like button. And if you'd like to join one of our members-only lounges, they're great little spaces to... Find like-minded people and chat. Um, go to our website, thinkgodimatheist.com slash members only. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thank you to everybody here for tuning in. We love it. <laughs> thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.